0: Hey and I'm Welcome to season two of the courtship code, brought to you by Black Muslim Single Society and hosted by me, Zara J. I am super excited to get this season into gear. I know that we haven't seen you guys or spoke to you guys since the month of December, since about mid December, but it's been a lot of changes. A lot of changes going on, a lot of things going on. But We are here now and ready to bring you another 15 episodes for season two. So you have 15 episodes to look forward to the first season was season one. We focused a lot on courtship and a lot on um, the process, right? So this season is going to be a little bit different just to give you a little bit of a heads up. So for season two, we're going to be really trying to focus and chime in on Uh, the differences between men and women talking more about masculinity, femininity, and how it plays into the role of courtship and marriage. So I think that you guys would really look forward to that. And we have so much to share, but it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good season. So make sure that you inform your friends, your family, that you guys share, share, share this information. Thank you to get again, as always, to everyone who comments, on uh, Instagram or share stuff on their Facebook or social media, their emails, send us emails, LinkedIn, wherever you guys can contact us or just give feedback. Absolutely love it. So um, as, as always of course I stumble a little bit I'm, I'm excited I'm excited for you guys but uh, definitely make sure that you're following us on Instagram at Black Muslim Single Society make sure that you are subscribed to the mailing list on BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com so that you never miss an episode if you're listening in on our YouTube channel we definitely want to start driving more traffic over there we really haven't been focused on growing it but that's going to be one of our goals inshallah for 2019 is to provide more content on YouTube but as if you are are listening on YouTube, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, hit the like button as well. And you can also leave a comment on there. The engagement really helps. We really appreciate it. And this is how you guys can help us to grow the channel. You guys don't want information to be one-sided, right? You want the community to get these goods. You want the community to hear this information so that others can benefit. So then us as a tribe and us as a unit can just do better, grow better, and just be better, right? So that is that for the recap and bring you guys up to date with where we are as far as this season and season two. So like I said, we're going to be kicking to you some really good information and really focusing on the dynamics of uh, masculine, femininity and men and women and how this shows up in courtship. So also wanted to note to you guys that this episode is brought to you by the Marriage is Half Your Faith conference. Now this is a marriage conference, not just for singles, it's for married and single people. So you can definitely invite your married friends to participate in this because it's going to be a lot of people there inshallah um this will take place in bridgeton missouri um not that far from st louis i assume st louis missouri um so if you're in the midwest or even if you would just like to travel and expand your horizon this would be a great opportunity too we sent out an email not that long ago about this event and if you go to their eventbrite page you can just go on eventbrite.com uh, look up marriage is half your faith conference against us in uh missouri you'll be able to see the entire weekend agenda. It is a three-day event from March 15th to March 17th. They're going to have workshops. They're going to have singles events. They're going to have marriage um, events and ceremonies and a gala. They're going to take a trip into the city and do some sightseeing. And it just seems like a really great weekend, really positive. And it's not a Black Muslim Single Society event, but it is an event that Black Muslim Single Society supports. And we definitely want to get more of the word out for singles events and opportunities that you guys can uh meet other people so this episode again is sponsored by the marriage is half your faith conference and you guys can go on eventbrite.com marriage is half your faith and check that out it's in missouri this march march 15th through the 17th and if you have any questions Um, You can email us and we'll shoot the email over to their contact, which is uh, Sister Regia, and uh, we'll make sure that you guys get that information. But if you are in the Midwest or you are able to travel to that event, I would highly suggest getting out of your comfort zone, you know, pushing yourself. Even if you don't meet the one at that event, you don't know who you might meet or what you need to gain from those events. And we talked about that a lot in season one, right? Of the courtship Code is going out, right, getting exposure, making the effort. And this will be a great opportunity for you, inshallah. So make sure that you guys do that. So this week on the Courtship Code, guys, we are going to be discussing if this is this is a, something for ladies to listen closely to, but definitely something uh, for fellas to really take and this is this is a, a very unisex uh podcast that we're gonna be doing today. So for fellas, if you're listening, I need you to really internalize what I'm gonna be discussing today. And for women, you too, really internalize the things that I'm going to be sharing and the topic and uh how you can use this and evaluate your actions, evaluate yourself. But what we're gonna be talking about today is Allowing that man to lead you to marriage or are you allowing him to lead you to marriage? Fellas, are you actually leading her to marriage? And I don't mean in a religious sense, right? I don't mean halal and haram or anything like that. I really mean in the sense of really showing up in your natural roles, right? As a man or a woman and allowing yourselves to fulfill that space, so that's what we're going to be talking about. And if you want to grab a pen and paper, this is a perfect time to do it. And if you just want to listen in your car and your vehicle, you can do that, too. And always, if you have not put your profile into our membership base at BlackMuscleSingleSociety.com. Make sure that you do that, um, because the more people we have in there, the easier it is for us to make great matches. So we are definitely always looking for men and women of all ages, all ages, all ethnic backgrounds who live in the United States. Make sure that you put your profiles in the system so we can find matches. So let's go ahead and get into the topic. Okay, so as I mentioned, this week we're going to be talking about from for men, you know, are you actually leading her to marriage or are you taking the lead in that courtship? And for women, are you allowing yourself to be led? Are you allowing yourself to be led in a courtship? and this is going to be a really good episode just from my my perspective you know I might be a little biased but I think this is going to be one that everyone can benefit from inshallah so this was really prompted by not just uh, what we do in matchmaking at Black Muslim Single Society, but also by conversation I had recently with a very good friend of mine, very close friend of mine. <laughs> I know she's listening, so recap this conversation. But um, one of the, the favorite weeks of coaching that we do at Black Muslim Single Society is week three with the women. And I believe it's week three, but uh, episode, sorry, coaching session three. We do a masculinity and femininity session, really a crash course on femininity, where we quickly go over within about 30 to 40 minutes. We talk about femininity and what that really is and what that looks like and how it shows up and how to uh, be more in tune with it and to embrace it as women in this society where uh, everything's just out of whack, right? And uh, it becomes really difficult as you're working and you're maneuvering life. And you're constantly in a masculine space to really be able to pull back and evaluate that and know how to turn it on and turn it off when it's needed as far as the masculine energy and how to tune into that feminine energy, especially when it comes to relationships and courtships. And I think for many women, especially those who are professional and Working really hard in life, we do primarily work with uh, black Muslim professionals, you know, of all different type of ethnic backgrounds, but black Muslim professionals. Um, And it becomes really difficult for women, not just Muslim women, non-Muslim women complain about this often as well. But how difficult it is to turn that off and to drop those bags when dealing with a man and to step out of that masculine aggressive state or, you know, super assertive state. Which, by the way, there is a difference between being aggressive and assertive. And we'll talk about that in the future. But let's just focus on this for right now. Um, But. It becomes a real challenge for most women. And if you're not conscious of it and you aren't constantly paying attention to those dynamics, it can be easy to fall into a lot of masculine energy. But not only that, it can also be easy to be offended by masculine energy. And I don't know if we're going to touch on that deeply today. We might save that for another episode. But really think about that. Think about what that means for you as a woman to be offended By masculine energy I'll give you a little hint You can get offended by masculine energy As a woman Because you are in your own masculine space And you feel as though That space is rightfully yours And opposites attract right You need the negative and the positive So you can't have two fully charged Positives or negatives If you want to (laughs) refer to the men As the negative parts I don't know But you can't have two energies Operating in the same space at, At one time right? So if you are fully charged in your masculine state, and he's fully charged in his masculine state, then it's going to clash in the same way that if you as a woman are in your more emotional, reactive state, right, fully charged in your feminine state, and that man is too fully charged in his reactive, emotional, feminine state, it's going to be a clash, right? Because two Energies can't op- operate in the same space at one time. So it's really important to try to be more conscious of these things, to pay more attention and really focus it in on yourself. Pay more attention to how you move in life, pay more attention to how you engage, interact with the world. And I think you'll be really surprised to see how difficult it can be at times to be fully feminine. Now, in all fairness and reality, fellas, You guys don't always make it very easy because it takes a a certain type of man, a really confident and uh, empathetic and at the same time, firm and knowledgeable man to operate fully in that masculine space. And the reality is it's not as common as it should be. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist And I'm not saying that you fellas who are listening don't operate in that space, but you guys have to be mindful too sometimes and really pay attention to, are you fully operating as the man in that situation? Are you fully taking on the role of leadership in the role that should be respected? Or are you falling back and allowing her to do it? And Women are so used to doing it that they don't always know how to turn it off. And men are so used to seeing women doing it that they don't always know how to step up for themselves and claim their throne. So it's really important to pay attention to these things. So we're going to break this down a little bit more today. This might have to be a two-part episode. You know, we try to keep them no more than 30 minutes. But I want you guys to really think about the things that we're talking about today. So as I said, we I was having a conversation with a very good friend of mine, Shahira. <laughs> um, I have a good friend, Shahira. I love Shahira to death. She's super hilarious. I love her. I love her. I love her. Um, and we talk a lot. We talk often. But we were talking about uh, allowing demand to kind of step up into that space. I actually had a conversation with my girlfriend, Jamila, about that this morning as well. Um, I'm on the phone early. People... We hit each other up very early in the morning. We're Muslim, right? So we're up at Fudger making phone calls, but <laughs> getting deep early in the morning with it. But um, we had these conversations this morning, and I, and I kind of brought up the same topics to both of them about allowing that man to lead the way to marriage or allowing or seeing if that man, where he's going to take things, right? Knowing how to just fall back and just pay attention sometimes and, and being comfortable and okay with that. And it's not always an easy space to be in. It can bring up a lot of anxiety if you're not used to it. It can bring up a lot of insecurities. It can make you feel super uncomfortable. And I was talking to Shahira about this and uh, she said something I thought was really interesting. And we were talking about how a man, if he's like taking the lead in the courtship, what that looks like. And we're gonna tap into that in a second, but I just wanna get to this point. So one of the things that she said was that when a man is asking her a lot of questions, it can feel like an interrogation. And I said to her, I said, Okay, let me ask you a question because I've experienced that before, you know, very personally. I've experienced that before, that feeling of feeling interrogated because a man is asking me questions. It's not always comfortable and and it might be very well interrogated. I'm not saying this is across the board because you might actually have a brother who's really interrogating you and makes you feel super uncomfortable. So if that's the case, that's just the case. But I also had to ask, you know, let me ask you a question. Is it that he's interrogating you? Or is it that you're not used to a man dominating that space? I want you guys to really take that in and think about that. Is it that he's interrogating you? Or is it that you're not used to a man taking or operating or occupying in that space? So what happens oftentimes in courtships or even in marriage, right, women are leading the way and it's nothing wrong with with female leadership It's nothing wrong with women taking ownership or asking questions or being the ones to make this that's not we're not even we're not even touching that okay i am a woman i love women i love men too very much so i'm not even going to get into the whole sexist misogynist. we're not we're not doing that over here courtship code okay we're just speaking so i said to her you know Oftentimes, what happens in courtships is that women are so used to being the ones to lead the way to marriage. So they're asking the questions. They're asking the deep questions, not the, you know, what's your favorite color? You know, oh, you know, do you like watching sitcoms type of questions? I mean, women are the ones, well, how would you do this? Well, if we get married, what are we going to do about this? Do you want this? Do you want that? Right? The women Women are typically the ones asking the deeper questions. Again, it's nothing wrong with asking these questions, but what happens is women are really used to being the ones to lead that way, to lead the path to marriage, asking all the questions, taking the courtship by the reins and driving it in the direction that they want to drive it in. Now it may or it may not go. It may or may not work, but As far as like, you know, actually moving to marriage. But women are really used to that, right? They're used to being the ones to lay down the law on their expectations, what they want. And a lot of times men uh, sit back and they're just going to receiving it. Now, I remember a conversation that I had with Brother Hassan Clay, who's a marriage counselor, one half of that Clay couple. Um, We've had him on the show in season one. And one of the things that he's told me before was that brothers typically don't ask questions they typically don't ask questions, right? They don't ask a lot of questions. They don't ask deeper questions. They don't uh, investigate for themselves. And then what happens is people go on, they get married, and now the brother has his complaints or there are things that he didn't know but he never took the time to ask. He never did his investigation for himself. He allowed himself to just be to be asked the questions and to answer and to be on the receiving end, right? Which is the feminine energy to be the receiver. But they never actually asserted themselves to be more on the giving, the strategizing, the planning end of it, right? So when I asked her that, she really, you know, my sister got quiet for a second and had to really think about that because that was something that she didn't recall. And I'm sure there are some of you who are listening right now that can probably think about the courtship that you're in or the courtship that you've been in in the past, maybe even in your marriage, and uh, really think about who is driving that wheel. And it's nothing wrong, of course, again, I'll say it again because I'm not going to be called sexist out here. Nothing wrong with a woman. Uh, deciding to step up and, and to claim that and ask her questions. But at the same time, as I mentioned earlier, you can be offended by the masculinity when a man is asking questions, when he wants to qualify you, when he wants to dig a little deeper. Because overall, as women, we're just not used to that. We're used to being the ones to dominate the conversation. We're used to being the ones to... Dominate the path and dictate where things are going, to set the expectations, to set the standard. Which is nothing wrong with having standards or expectations. Again, it's not what I'm saying, but I think, I think this audience is smart enough uh, to understand where I'm getting at with this. But because of that, because you're not used to a man stepping up into that masculine role, stepping up into leadership to to determine where things are going to strategize to try to make sure that you're on his page. You can be offended by that. You can feel like it is aggression. You can feel like it's interrogation because you're just not used to a man occupying that space as he rightfully should. Right? So you have to really evaluate that as a woman within yourself, you know, you feel little cornered if you feel a little aggressed by that man he may very well be aggressive I think there's a difference in the tone when you're talking about aggression but really pay attention to you know is is this him or is this me is it the fact that I'm not used to this kind of man I'm not used to a man dominating I'm not and I don't mean being domineering I just mean dominating you know leading the conversation dominating the conversation in a in a in a sincere way you know we're not talking about again we're not talking about abuse aggression anything like that but in a way that he's fully stepping up and showing his interest but he's also taking the initiative and he's also taking his throne as the man in that relationship and leading the way to marriage so how do you know if that man is leading his way leading you to marriage or not right not saying that you can't end up married and the woman is leading to marriage but think about how that dynamic might end up showing up in the actual marriage relationship so many times the women especially in the black muslim community complain about the fact that they desire a masculine man they want this masculine man they want a man who's going to lead but you have to also be capable of following right and you also as a woman have to be able to identify these things before you marry this person. Because if they weren't leading before marriage, they're probably not going to lead after. Then you're going to get burnt out, you're going to get exhausted, you're going to get frustrated. And then that's where bigger issues come into play. So, one way to identify this, right, is to pay attention to if that man is asking you questions. Right. And I'm not talking about those first couple of conversations where you guys are just really excited to talk to one another. Everything's brand new. And I don't mean he's asking you, how has your day been? You know, how many kids do you have? I'm not talking about those really basic, simple questions. I'm talking about is he asking questions in a way that allows him to plan and strategize for the path of his family, for the path of his legacy, for the path of his marriage, for the path of his queen. Right. Is he digging into who you are as a woman? Is he trying to learn you as a woman? Fellas, are you asking important questions? This is a woman who might bear your children. This is a woman who's going to be a part of your plan, be a part of your vision, right? I'm hoping you have a vision. I'm hoping you have a plan for where you're going to take this family, right? So this is a woman that you also have to make sure she's going to be a good part of that. So... With that being said, are you asking questions, fellas? Are you qualifying her the same way she's trying to qualify you? You know, or are you just saying, oh, she's just a beautiful woman and that's enough? So one thing, ladies, that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to learn to listen more and talk less. Ooh, girl, shut your mouth. I know that hurt. I know it hurt. It hurt me too. (laughs) But you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to learn to listen more and talk less. You're going to have to allow him to step up more. And if he doesn't, alhamdulillah, let him fall by the wayside. But if he does, imagine how beautiful that would be for you as a woman to witness that, to experience that, to feel the relief of it. Right. To allow you to be in your feminine state because he is stepping up to the plate the way that you want him to in a way that God wants him to as well. But that is going to require something different of you, ladies. It's going to require you to have to listen more, really listen to the things that he's asking. Read between the lines. Don't make assumptions. That's when you ask questions. Right. Don't make assumptions. Be assertive enough to dig deeper into the things he says as well. But see if he is leading the conversation towards marriage. Is he leading the conversation to get to know you? And you're going to have to listen more. You're going to have to be on that receiving end of the communication. You can't dominate that space, ladies. You can't dominate the questions. You can't dominate the the path to where... You want it to go. I get it. You want to get married. I get it. You want to qualify him. You want to make sure that this is the one. I get it. But you're going to have to increase those listening skills. Because there's another benefit to that. When you're listening more, right, then that's going to give it a little bit more space. That's going to give you some space, and it's going to give him some space. And in that space, you're going to be able to take more time To process not just what he's saying, not just process what he desires, but truly to process how you feel about it. Now, as a woman, that is you being more feeling oriented right that is you being more in tune with your femininity that is you stepping into your god-given role as the woman as the queen as the wife as whatever you want to call yourself in that situation right but you have to become more feeling oriented in order to really embrace your femininity you have to get in tune with that and it's not easy because we're so disconnected from our emotional state in this society Right? It's a, it's a privilege to be fully feminine, especially as a black woman in America. I don't care if you're Nigerian, if you're Haitian, African American, Senegalese, whatever, right? It's a privilege to really be able to be feminine in this society. So as black women as women of color, you know, we'll say, um you have to be conscious, be aware And be in tune with your insides and be in tune with those feelings and your emotions, right? So by speaking a little less, listening a little more, you can process how you really feel about the information that you're hearing, right? The questions that he's asking you, the path that he's taking you on, the direction that he's leading. How do you really feel about that? Are you okay with it? Are you confident in it? Do you really see yourself in that situation? Or do you feel like you need to get off of this boat right now? It's a lot easier to determine when you are spending more time with your feelings about stuff and not just quickly responding. It's a lot easier to, to determine when you are operating in your feminine space, allowing him to operate in his masculine space. And then you qualify if this is the type of man and this is the type of plan that you want to be a part of. But it's going to require something different of you ladies in order to do that. So this is just a little bit of what we're going to be discussing on the courtship code for this season. But I want you to really think about that. We're gonna be diving deep over the next couple of episodes about femininity and masculinity and how it shows up in courtship. But really, really think about it, fellas. Are you leading the conversation about marriage? Are you stepping up? Ladies, are you receiving, right? The masculine energy is the planner, the strategizer, the giver. The feminine energy is the nurturer, the receiver. was something else I wanted to add into that, but we're just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> but are you operating in those roles in the courtship? It starts now. You want that strong leader as your husband. You want that man that's gonna hold it down. It starts now. It doesn't start after marriage. It doesn't start after the nikah. It starts now. But are you guys stepping into those roles now? You want that woman who's gonna follow. You want that woman who's gonna cooperate. You want that woman that you feel is gonna respect you and you're gonna respect her, right? Both of you guys are servants to each other. It starts now. But you have to take the time to identify those characters within yourself. It starts within. Are you acting into that role? Maybe not acting is a good word. Are you working in that role? Are you operating in that role? Are you occupying that role? Right? Ladies, stop dominating the conversation. I know it's hard. (laughs) But... There's times where you might need to step up and dominate the conversation a little bit more, no doubt. But pay more attention to see if you're receiving the information, if you're processing what he's doing. If you are paying attention to him as that man in a relationship, is he moving how you want your man to move? Is he, is he spiritual? How you want that man to be spiritual? Is he asking the questions that you would want a man to ask to learn about you and make sure that y'all are going to work? Is he stepping up into his leadership role? The only way you're going to pay attention and be able to identify that is if you fall back and allow yourself to see it. But if you're stepping up, if you're jumping ahead of him, if you're stepping up to the same place, fall back a little bit, especially those who uh, are over the age of 25. Most of our demographic is over the age of 25. But I say those who are a little bit more mature, those who are a little bit more experienced, maybe you've been married before, maybe you've had outside relationships, who knows. But it's time to do something a little differently. And I challenge you to that. And I would love for you guys to continue this conversation. Either shoot us an email, comment on YouTube, comment on Instagram, however you can get to us. And I would love some feedback from this. Make sure that you guys share, share, share. As always is stated. Make sure you guys put your profiles in on blackmuslimble society.com. We're looking for lots of matches all over the country. And um Let's continue this conversation. I would love to hear more from you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget about that Saint Louis event, Marriages Half Your Faith. Check that out on eventbrite.com. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode of Course Ship Code. Have a wonderful day. I sound like